0: A year after the slap heard around the world was talked about by everybody all over the internet, including us. Yes, I'm referencing the slap that Will Smith gave to Chris Rock on the stage of the Oscars. We finally get a response from Chris Rock in his new Netflix stand up special, Selective Outrage. We're going to break down the whole special, we're going to give our review and analysis. We're going to give a commentary on some of the things that he talks about, and then we're going to break down basically how he ends his special with finally addressing Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith and that whole controversy. It's going to be very interesting. Let's get into it. Yo, this is Hanging With Apes, an Audio Apes podcast. Real talk, real topics, no limits. Audio Apes, music with no boundaries. What's up, everybody? This is K Cartoon. This is Rx Phonics. We are the Audio Apes. You are officially Hanging with Apes, a weekly Tuesday podcast where we discuss trending topics and current news with a philosophical and comedic flair. And our take on it, two guys from the south side of Chicago. There is explicit language at times, so be advised. Going over to our website, that's hangingwithapes.com. You can sign up for our newsletter. And if you want to listen to some really good rap and hip-hop, go to any major music streaming platform, type in Audio Apes, and our catalog pops up. It truly is the best. It truly is the best. Like always, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you know somebody that would be interested in the things that we talk about here on the show, please share it with them. We're on all podcast platforms. So the slap heard around the world. Everybody talked about it. We talked about it when it first happened. Uh, It was, I think, if I could describe it, I I would say that it was probably the most blue pill cuck, bitch ass, high profile incident ever broadcasted. I don't know if I ever seen a more blue pill cuck situation than that. Yeah. Um, you know, highly publicized because like I've seen some blue pill cuck stuff in like the real world, yeah, but like it's not it, it doesn't get the publicity that this got. Um and then, you know, Will Smith that day that he did the most blue pill cuck shit ever, he didn't apologize to Chris Rock. He 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 won the Oscar for King Richard. He didn't apologize. I think, was it weeks or months later, he did do a public apology. Um, and Chris Rock didn't respond, which was good because he had something brewing. And then we get selective outrage a year later. And,
1: a new stand-up special.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean.
1: and And let's be honest here. What led to the slap? Was what made it even worse. What do you mean? So I feel it. I think it's still bitch made to slap someone for a joke. But the fact that like you were cucked out. And sat down with the person who who made you the cuck. And then was okay about it. And televised that shit. And th- and didn't wasn't weren't angry, didn't like it, You just accepted it. And then people talked about that for a while and was like, What the fuck's up with Will Smith? Oh, that, that's some weird shit. And then this guy jokes and doesn't even joke about that, just it's like a simple joke, and then gets slapped for that. I feel like you skipped a few slaps before that. You know what I mean? As a man, like what the fuck, like yeah, like it's just, it's just not something that I would respect because just the way you handle yourself from then all the way up to the slap, and then even after the slap, it's like you're just bitch made, and like it's a quick way to, for you to just be like as a fan, because le- I mean I we grew up on Men in Black, we grew up on Bad Boys, we yeah. grew up on on Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You had a a good legacy and like when you take the art away and then you just take the person you're like damn this is a fucking wacko yeah weirdo lame and so I'm glad Chris Rock well first of all the stand up was good but in regards to the the way he handled himself and what he had to say was was perfection in in, in my eyes.
0: Yeah I mean I I think that uh, it was... Well, ABL said this, and I, I agree with what he said. He's like, you know, there were people... I think it was Jim Carrey that told... That said Chris Rock should have sued Will Smith. And, and he didn't end up going that route. What he did was basically... He formulated a stand-up special around the situation. Because throughout him delivering the jokes you know because the silent special was you know about an hour or so throughout the course of him delivering jokes he did very subtly allude to that situation here and there but people didn't know if he was going to finally talk about yeah. it because what you see in hollywood a lot is oh i'm gonna take the high road i'm gonna be the bigger person no, cuz Hollywood no. is is full of like people like that, you know. Well, I don't want to say nothing because Will Smith is a big name and then I don't want to get blacklisted cuz he Will Smith might have connections in Hollywood, Jada might have connections in Hollywood, their kids might have connections in Hollywood. So I'm going to just leave it alone, but I'm going to entice people, you know, by calling it cuz I could have seen somebody doing that also like entice people by calling the standup selective outrage and then suddenly allude to the situation but not actually talk about it no and then it would have been it would have been a letdown but i could see somebody from the hollywood world doing something like that is like oh well i'm gonna dangle this carrot in front of people make some money but then like I'm not going to talk about it because I don't want to like burn no bridges or or get on anybody's bad side. And he didn't do that. Yeah. He he did exactly what he needed to do and dish out the proper revenge because now which I what's what's so funny about this is that I said this a year ago I was like my goal would be that not if you think, and I these were my exact words, if I'm not mistaken. as Chris Rock, my goal would would be and my message to Will Smith would be, if you think you're a laughing stock now, you have no idea the laughing stock I'm about to make you. <laughs> I remember saying that, yep. and like I think he that's exactly what he ended up doing because, like now, Bitch, I'm not only am I like you're a laughing stock, but I'm making I imagine millions off of you being a laughing stock. Yeah, like w- that's that like shit. that's like the great like, that's like the greatest revenge right there. Yeah, it's like I'm I'm gonna make millions off of you being a laughing stock. So no, I don't have nothing to say on Twitter. I have nothing to say on Instagram. I have nothing to say on any social media platform. No selfie video, nothing. I'm dead silent about yeah. it. The only thing we really knew about Chris Rock is that when Will Smith's people try to reach out to him and his people, he had nothing to say. That's all we knew. Yeah. But the, you know, people were like, "Oh, well, maybe he just needs more time to heal and more time to process it." Nah, he was he was cooking he was cooking it up. Yeah. He was yeah. cooking something up, and. And uh, and it was great. It was great. I mean, he called Jada a bitch. Like he <laughs> he called Will Smith a bitch. He was like everybody called this man a bitch, and then they did all this stuff to him. And he slapped me. And a hundred percent, that's the most bitch ass shit you could do. I mean, first off, like let's let's delve into the into the cuck world for a minute if you will it's it's a very scary world it's a very ugly world but for a minute if you will let's delve into the world of being a cuck and having an open relationship Mm -hmm. like that's because that's what they say they have or people have speculated that's what these motherfuckers have weird hollywood wacko stuff yeah now open relationship and it's weird and it's whacked out But in this world and in this relationship, the rules of this world and this sort of relationship dictate that your wife could get busy with somebody else and you could get busy with somebody else. And it's all good. Whacked out, weird, but whatever. Cuck shit. Now. Out of all people, for your wife to get busy with your son's friend—it's yeah. like that. Which is great that he said that in yeah, the special. Yeah, it was great that he said that. To reiterate,
1: like you're a fucking predator. He called her a predator. Yeah, and like uh, of all the people, right?
0: yeah and and you know what's interesting what what, what's interesting about the whole thing is one that terminology calling her a predator because in this world we live in men are always the predators oh he was a predator he was a predator he was a predator you know harvey weinstein was a predator which is funny because the other day sandman posted a meme of harvey weinstein with a bunch of the women that accused him of being a predator or sexual assault and and uh uh aggressive sexual behavior and what have you and all the pictures these women are all they're all much younger than when they accused him of these actions and they're all happy and they're all like hugging him and kissing on him and loving him so it's like who's a predator right (laughs) you know so that was funny and that was great you know the greatness of sandman that he posted that but but uh it's interesting because in this world where men are the predator all the time (air quotations), he used that word describing Jada. So that was that was uh, that was uh, pretty interesting. Now, cuck world, f- whacked out world. She messes around with her son's friend. Of all the men that you could mess around with, your son's friend. So that's like even deeper blow not only to your husband but to your son too because like yeah. your son knows oh like my friend nailed my mom yeah <laughs> but
1: really a blow to Jaden I don't even I'm a fucker, such a weirdo he probably thought that shit was okay
0: yeah yeah maybe. but
1: really like it is like it's disrespectful well any
0: normal person yeah would be like this is whacked out even even more even more so yeah so you have that and, and Chris Rock talked about it and it was good and I, you know, it's funny, he also used the word uh, entanglement. He's like, I didn't have no entanglement, this, this, and that. Yeah. And what was funny is I remember when that situation happened at the Oscars, all these people, they were saying, oh, he should have cracked a joke about entanglements or he should have been quick-witted and, and everything like that. And what's so funny about that- For this special? Huh? For this special? No, when oh. the situation first occurred. Okay. And what was so funny about it- Is it was better that he didn't say anything because it's like you wouldn't have made any extra money or any extra publicity by doing anything right there and then? No, the extra money and the extra publicity is all right, just shut up and wait, yeah. And
1: also, Chris Rock doesn't seem the guy, mm, doesn't like given the situation that you just got slapped. He doesn't seem the guy that would, like, go out and fight a motherfucker. Like, had it been somebody
0: else? Right. Well, I wasn't saying for him to fight anybody. Yeah. What I'm saying is that people were saying that they expected him to have, like, a witty response to getting slapped. Yeah. Well, you, they're saying right after getting slapped? Right. No, I, I don't think, because that's just a shocking moment, though. Right, but that's kind of what a comedian is. Like, they're yeah. quick-witted. So it's like, you. but but maybe he did have something, maybe he didn't. We don't know. But what we do know, is it was just better not to say anything if he did have something. Because now, a year later, it's like, what's so great is, like, he's basically, like, reinvigorated that whole controversy. Yeah. But... With him being like the only, like the the sole winner, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And, and and that and that that's kind of interesting. And so now it's like in hindsight, you look at the things that people were saying, like, oh, he should have did this, he should have said that, or he whatever the case. And it was like, nah, it's it it is better the way that it played out. Yeah,
1: yeah, because like you said, all the cards were were in his favor. He was okay. Well, now I make this my situation in which I profit from this and make you look like a fool. And and then I made you wait and when 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 you let like somebody wait that gets a mancy, which is what what happened to Will Smith, which is why he went on the whole apology thing and changed his mind and shifted on the topic and and so I mean in my opinion I thought, well your ass looks like a fool more and more and more, you know? Yeah at least you should have just stuck to your guns and been like oh yeah I slapped so well. I don't give a fuck all right at least that's that was your energy that it is what it is you're still a cuck. but still you know but but my my uh my my take on all of this is I'm glad he didn't fold or like you said oh I'm taking the 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 high road on this one and, and he and, and in a way even though he did get at him mm-hmm he still said, like, because that's what he said. Like, I have two parents. That's how he ended it. He was, I have two parents, and um, that's why I didn't hit him back because m- my parents said don't fight in front of white people. Yeah, that's
0: basically how he ended the, 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 yeah. the, the stand-up.
1: Which, in a way, like, I, I, I could see what he was trying to say. Like, don't make a fool of yourself with the people that you're not supposed to be making a he made a fool of himself, and he'll have to answer for that all to himself. Don't be part of that. Right. And, I mean, that's I And I like that. how
0: he also alluded to how Will Smith, like, went after somebody that's, like, so much smaller than him. Yeah. It was good that he brought that up because you and I did say that. I remember when we first talked about the situation a year ago how... I I, I doubt he would have did that with like a 50 cent or you know what I'm saying stop it I doubt
1: it Uh, I I doubt he would have done that with anyone his size yeah regardless of like you picked on Chris Rock bro come on like what are you doing I I don't know Uh, to me I lost respect for dude um the most like you said the, the the most bitch ass shit bitch made ass shit that you that I've ever seen on a national level like on national tv yeah i can't think of anything more bitch made than that
0: no no i can't yeah
1: i i i could say some i've seen some outrageous wild shit like when kanye said that shit about bush or certain things but that nothing about yeah, that was bitch made
0: realm yeah the, it, this is we're tying cuck this is like like cuck shit yeah, yeah. overall though besides that
1: situation and chris rock handling it the way he, I think we both agree he should have. What did you think about the special, like like the topics and
0: everything? Overall, it was good. That was definitely the the highlight of it. It was like what what the, the people were waiting for, mm. and I feel like by and large he gave the people what they wanted, which is good. That's always a good thing. Um, uh, <laughs> it's not. It, that's the. I, so I was trying to read on it. From what I gather. For for Tambourine, which was his last stand-up special on Netflix, and then this one, it was uh, he got forty million dollars, like for both. So it was kind of n- nice because, like, now he really did solidify his place because. What's gonna end up happening is I can imagine a bunch of people are viewing this special just off of just as like see what exactly what it was that he said number one, and then number two, him closing out this special, the the contract rather this special that closes out that contract in a much more publicized fashion than Tambourine because. Tambourine, I thought was good, but I don't remember it like garnering any like headlines like this is. No, like I, I would even say, I
1: would even say Tambourine was better, was a better standard o-
0: overall. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree with that too. Yeah,
1: now but, I'll, I'll say this though with De Chappelle, too, like Bird Revelation, I feel was like a masterpiece. That's probably the least favorite one for most people. Yeah, I thought that shit was like master, it was like poetic but funny, but. The way he did it was great, but I feel sometimes with with that type of stuff, you have to have the hit makers. Like, yeah. the, and I think this was what selective outrage was, was what Sticks and Stones was to Dave Chappelle. Yeah. Because I fucked with Sticks and Stones, but it wasn't like the top, top yeah. Dave Chappelle. It was yeah. up there, though. It was up there, but, but I feel like that's what this one did for, for Chris Rock. And I think moving forward, they're going to be like, damn, this shit, this shit, we went, first of all, I didn't even, we were talking about this in pre-production. Well, actually, yesterday, the, it had the Netflix live thing, so it went live. Yeah. So God knows what happened with that. Like, if it went live, did it do good? Did it like? So that'd be kind of interesting moving forward to see what the numbers did with it being live. But nonetheless, I bet you any money, this is going to have way more numbers than tambourine as yeah. far as views yeah. just because of the situation in and of itself so i wouldn't be surprised if he signed another deal for another two you yeah. know stand-ups or three or whatever and um i, I obviously would look forward to it but overall yeah, i thought it was it was cool a lot of people how'd you feel about uh him going after uh like the wokeness i i didn't
0: feel he did I've seen a lot of people talk about. Oh man, he was so anti woke. He was so. He, I mean, he was. He was to an extent. Like, I don't think like it was. It was. Uh. Uh. Like to the level or degree that, like, let's say, like Bill Maher is. Yeah. Nah, like, cause Bill Maher is like, like every week, like in his new rules, he's like destroying the woke. I wouldn't say it was like to that magnitude. But but he had some stuff to say that it was like, oh okay, this is like refreshing take. Yeah. You know, for a comedian, uh I thought I thought that was pretty good. And then a lot of the stuff that he talked about was on par with with uh like what he normally talks about relationship stuff and and everything yeah. like that. What I will say though, cuz you brought up the whole it being live thing Think about like how masterful it was and it was live. Like there was like barely any mistakes. There were a few little mistakes here and there that yeah. like if it wasn't live could have been edited out yeah. later on. But like the idea that like w- like w- what a master class comedian to be able to have done this live yeah. and, and for it to have basically almost look like if it was pre recorded.
1: Yeah. You're right.
0: You're right. Cause
1: you can tell in, in a lot of stand ups if there was like material that they
0: didn't want. Or... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's why they that's why they have directors and editors and all like yeah. if you look at the credits, otherwise yeah. it would the only credit would be like the camera people and like the comedians. Yeah, be But it. no, but but there's there's cast and crew or crew rather because no, there's, there's editing and there's, you know, all of this stuff. And, like, they didn't... You know, I they even color grade the the stand-up to, yeah. like, give it a certain, like, ambiance feel. No, this is live. This yep. is live, you know? And so th- you have to, like, sit and acknowledge and respect the craft of being able to pull that off. And, like, it be so seamless.
1: Yeah. Another thing, it's different because, you know, we, we went to live... Um, Stand ups actually for Tambourine. We saw that live in Cincinnati. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. And so,
0: you know, seeing it live. Well, as he was preparing for Tambourine. Yes. So it wasn't the actual Tambourine. Yes. Yeah. But because it, it was at the time he what he was calling a total blackout or something. Yeah. Like a total that. blackout. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah, it
1: was actually Tambourine was a little bit different. It, had it, it different,
0: was it was way more fine tuned. Yeah. Like, everything was like like packaged and perfected
1: yeah yeah and so in us seeing um totally blacked out i think it was called something like that i remember it was called something like that and um you know it's different when they fuck up and it's live because it's live yeah it's different if you fuck up and it's live but you have the cameras where it's all the close-ups
0: yeah and you're on netflix and yeah yeah it's yeah because it's different like okay Only the people in this room know that I messed up, but no, now it's the people in this room plus however, (laughs) potentially millions of people are watching me from their home on Netflix.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I was pretty badass and it was cool because he did fuck up
0: on the emancipation joke. Yeah, he's like, I fucked up the joke, but like he just like he just bounced back. Yeah, and still delivered the punchline. Yeah. And it was actually better. Yeah, was able to deliver the punchline, yeah. But he cuz like you let the crowd die down after the laugh and then like you build it back up.
1: Yeah. My yeah. man did that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that was that was pretty masterful. Uh and that's one of the things that like had me so mesmerized i'm like man like this dude he's doing it live you know that like yeah. the amount of pressure it's so much different
1: yep so yeah so i mean i i i hope he signs i mean and, and at at this point hbo has done stand-ups and there's so many other places you could take your stand-up
0: but i definitely do hope that he does like another deal so, so I can't can imagine that he won't. Yeah. I can't imagine that he won't. Especially like I, I mean, I don't know what the numbers were for this, but everybody's talking about it yeah. all over the internet, Twitter, everything. So I, I, it, it's definitely m- more publicized than Tambourine was, and I'm sure you know Netflix loves that. Yeah. Now, given the fact that now actually
1: the big name comedians and and the motherfuckers that really matter when it comes to pushing comedy forward and not letting it die like it's died in Hollywood and when it comes to comedy movies and stuff like that where do you think they go from from here because I think everyone has now had their take on woke so you can't really do woke anymore or can you like don't you think it'll kind of become trite the subject matter or do you think that they just keep pushing the envelope when it comes to that shit? Cause I mean, if you think about Dave Chappelle, what's a fuck the dude from, uh, it's a white guy, not Bill Maher. The other one that was real anti-woke. Bill Burr. Uh Uh-huh. Bill Burr. Um, now Chris Rock. I haven't seen any of Louis CK's
0: new shit. So I don't know where he stands with that. Well, I I mean I think like anything in society, you'll you can talk about it because there's always going to be new, segmented, evolved versions of the thing. Like for instance, like like how he got at Meghan Merkel. Yeah. Like Meghan Merkel is like from like that woke realm, and he got at her and and, I, and it was funny it was funny like though a lot of the stuff that he said like it was a a, a a a a somewhat current situation you know somewhat relevant in 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 the in the zeitgeist but he was able to give his own take spin perspective on it so so in a, in you a way, you can always. There's always going to be. There's always going to be something if there, if the situation or the circumstance has publicity or degree of importance or relevance or whatever. Yeah, you're always going to be able to like put a spin on it. So I guess as, as long as woke is a thing, you somebody will always be able to put a spin on it. Like for True. instance, it's like it's like how SNL. I mean SNL is probably not a good example cuz they're not that great anymore but just for the sake of argument how SNL is always able to like uh uh mock presidents and imitate presidents because well just cuz it's a president but it's a different president you yeah, know what I yeah. it's like a different spin on the same subject but the on it's different spin cuz the person is different so you're talking about situations that that are ever evolving and stuff like that. So like, for instance, like like the trans situation, like that he talked about the trans situation, that situation was interesting because whereas the way Dave Chappelle talked about trans people, it was like it was kind of more. What's the way that, the best way I could describe it? More, I don't want to say it wasn't malicious. It was more targeted, I would say. The way Dave Chappelle talks about trans people. It was funny because Chris Rock talked about it in like a more like accepting light. Yeah. Like in a more accepting way. But it was still funny the way that he went about it. Like, yeah. I thought that shit was hilarious the way that he's like, yeah, you know, a uh, Bruce Jenner is like the big mama of the Kardashians. And like, it just accepts everybody. He's like, oh, crackhead basketball player. Come on, get you a plate. Come on in here. Get you a plate. <laughs> he's like bipolar rapper. Oh, come on in here. Get you a plate. Like they just. So I, I thought that was like very, uh, a very interesting spin that he put on that. Yeah. So. It was different than how Dave Chappelle went about it, but it was it was funny, funny and yeah. you know what I'm saying. So I guess as long as the thing is funny and like has a degree of relevance to it, yeah. it could always be talked about because everybody's gonna put put their own spin on it. Because I mean, and in that in that and, regard, they
1: also like if you think about it, they pretty much just set the tone. I'm gonna speak about whatever I want to talk about, right? And so once you set the tone. You go with what you just said, like, hey, well, just be relevant and don't be afraid of tackling shit. Right, right. It's kind of like, the, it's the South Park approach. Yeah. That's why South Park has remained funny and still, to this day, exists. It's like, we're relevant and we don't give a fuck. We talk right. about whatever, whatever we want. And so, yeah, I, I think as long as they keep that formula, and it's important because the younger comedians and the up-and-coming comedians see that and they're like, wow, that that's a market. You know, right? A lot of people they fall in line because everyone else falls in line. So when they see their idols, right?
0: They be like, oh well, this motherfucker says what he wants. Oh well, I'm gonna say it too. Yeah, and and so it, it's uh, it, I guess it really just depends on how the how the person approaches, you know, formulating their jokes. For instance, he tackled the subject of abortion. And it's funny because Andrew Schultz, he tackled abortion on, on his stand-up. The one that he did independently. Yeah. He tackled it. Dave Chappelle has tackled abortion. And and now Chris Rock. Like, two super big-name comedians. And one not as big a name as those two, but but still, you know, pretty, still known. pretty known and relevant. And all three of them tackled it differently. Like, for instance, Chappelle chappelle he went about it like with the all three of them talked about it from the perspective of being like like the pro-choice perspective but what was funny is they all at the same time still like jabbed at women like for instance chappelle he jabbed at women by saying by saying uh if you have the right to kill it then i ha- i should at least have the right to uh, to abandon it you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. so it's like a tough pill for some people to swallow but that's a jab at women because you don't like they don't like to hear that word oh you're killing it you know or and then and then i felt like what what chris rock did was he took that formula and he doubled down on it he's yeah. like He's like, yeah, I'm fine with killing kids. He's like, I'm fine. He's like, I think you should be able to kill it till it's first report card. He's yeah. like, and he's like, he's like, yeah, tomorrow we're going to the clinic. Like <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no honor roll for you. Tomorrow we're going to like yeah. and, and like what's funny is so many women that would be like cringe for them to hear. But no, what he's pointing out is that's fine. You might always want to have abortions and do whatever you want to do, but you are killing a baby. Yeah, just just call a no spade away. a spade. Yeah, just know. Yeah. And, and, and I thought that's like a great way to, to go about it. And so I feel like he basically did what Chappelle did, but he doubled down on it. And so, yeah. so yeah, so th- that's what I mean. I didn't it's see like the you Andrew could, you Schold one. Take, huh?
1: I didn't see the Andrew Schold one. How did he like talk about it?
0: Uh. It, he was kind of accepting of it, and like he he went he went along with uh uh like he I, he said something about like he went with the approach of uh, like he saw somebody that was like anti-abortion, and and he talked to the guy, and then the guy was like, oh, those are kids or whatever, and then he told the guy the guy had his young daughter with him, and he's like, oh, your daughter's hot. And then the guy's like, this is a little girl. He's like, yeah, but she's going to be a woman one day. And like basically the argument that, Oh, that's going to be a baby one day. So yeah. it was like that. It Like to me, out of, his approach was the least funny yeah. out of all of them. But you know, it's still, it's a relevant talking point yeah. in politics, in culture. So it's wise for a comedian to tackle it. Cause it's, you yeah. know, it's something that people are talking about. It's, how you tackle it, what kind of spin you put on it that makes it interesting, you know? Yeah. And Chappelle and and Chris Rock, they uh you know, they I thought they they approached it interesting and in a way balanced. Like nobody could accuse them. And I think that's the genius of it, because yeah. it's like they they kinda they come off as pro choice, but then at the same time they come off as pro life. So like it's hard to it's very uh, ambiguous like where they stand the left
1: would not like it and the tradcons would not like it. So exactly. I guess
0: maybe they're okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's and that's kind of that's kind of where where it was and and I think that's a, like, you know, a good approach. But but yeah, overall I I thought that the the special was good. I would recommend people to watch it. Um definitely nice to have him had got back at Will Smith and It wasn't his his best stand up. No, but it was it was good.
1: Yeah, and I think I think what we mentioned before, it being live. You know, that's some gangster shit. But at the same time, it's like well, it leaves a little bit to desire as far as being honed and put together much better.
0: I don't think it left that much to desire because I thought it was like pretty well put together. I just think that obviously like you, there were like to a keen eye, you can, you'll notice that like there were like little like gaffes here and there, like yeah. little mistakes. But overall, like that's what I, that's why I brought up like how masterful he is. Cause overall, like there weren't many. And like no. the idea that like he did this live. And it can be packaged and sold as a just a regular stand-up and nobody or by and large most people wouldn't be able to tell the difference really speaks to like how masterful of a comedian he is. Yeah. Um so yeah, I I, I, I thought it was good. I, I thought overall it was good.
1: Oh yeah. I guess we'll see uh come come uh this week what
0: headlines we, we hear about it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, that's our episode for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. The show continues to grow because you guys keep listening. So keep on listening. Remember, if we talk about something that you know somebody would be interested in, please share the episode with them. We're on all podcast platforms. If you want to help us stay independent, go to our website. You can donate an amount of of your choosing or buy some merch. And if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, give us a five-star review. It helps us out a lot. We'll see you guys next week. We're out. Peace. Peace.